I'm pretty sure there's another story about you and waking up one time, probably in that same bed, and there was a hamster in your bed. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Chriselle Fulmer. And I'm Natalia Bonner. Welcome to the Unalike Podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us today. So a couple of things that I wanted to catch up on and, and talk with you about. Uh, online shopping. Oh yeah. Doing a lot of that these days. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, that's how I did all of my kids back to school shopping this year. Wow. All of it. All online. Yeah. You know what, actually, I want to tell you something about that. I, with everything different this year, I told my kids to do their own online shopping because it's a lot of work to shop online Okay, and sit there and pick out every size and outfit and it's a lot of work. So I gave them a budget and told them to pick out every single thing, including socks, underwear, backpacks, lunch boxes, all of that. And I just have to tell you, it's maybe one of the best parenting moves I've ever made. While it might sound crazy, what actually happened in the past, my kids think they need a brand new backpack every year and they need a new lunchbox every year and they need new everything every mm -hmm. year. When my daughter came outside and said to me, mom, do you know how much money pants cost? I was like, parenting win. My kid understands it's really expensive to buy all that stuff. Yeah. So then after that, she said, I think I can actually wash my backpack. It's still in great condition Aww. and use it again. So she did. And I actually felt like we taught our kids something yeah. that day. Yeah, so, you gave her a practical application. Yeah. And made it real. Made yeah. money real. Made money really. And kids could understand the mm -hmm. value. And mm -hmm. so. Yeah, we have a couple of kids who think that money grows on trees. So that, yeah, that, wow. Yeah. So there's my parenting tip for the entire length of this podcast ever. <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do online after I have everything in my shopping cart is to go out to another site and Google for coupon codes for the page I'm on. So uh, let's say that I'm ordering photos online mm -hmm. and I want to go out because I know there's always a coupon code for cheaper prints. Mm-hmm. But can I just say there's nothing quite like the feeling of accomplishment that you receive when you find a code, your stuff is already in the shopping cart, and the code works. That really is the best feeling. It's like free money. Yeah. Hashtag winning. <laughs> that is so. If you have other tips and advice, things like that, if there's apps you guys use to help find those, share them with us. I would love to hear I'm sure we're not the only ones that have done a lot of online yeah. shopping recently. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I have something funny that I want to talk about. Okay. My girls recently had a birthday party and uh, we did a big bash, a big birthday bash. We had kind of a joint celebration. And so in one of their birthday presents, they received what appears to be a very innocent bag of gummy bears. Okay. Have you heard about these? I actually have. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing quite as entertaining as reading the reviews online about the gummy bears. So we pulled those up and just for fun, we thought we would share a couple of those with you. Uh, you've got one that you want to start with? I'll start with this first one and I'm going to warn you that there is a swear word. Tastes great going in, but there are evil little sons of bitches coming out. 
every review on here complaining of the GI distress is absolutely true. <laughs> so, Chriselle's going to tell you a couple of these that actually allude to what? Mm -hmm. Say what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is kind of like the best part of my day is reading through these. So this one says, from a review titled, Just Don't, Unless It's a Gift for Someone You Hate. <laughs> what came out of me felt like someone tried to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. I swear my sphincters were screaming. It felt like my delicate starfish was a gaping maw projectile vomiting a torrential flood of toxic waste. 100% liquid, flammable liquid, napalm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Don't pay over $20 for a handful of gummy bears that will give you the runs. It's not worth it. So what they say might be true. And now I'm a little bit scared to have my cute little kids eating gummy bears. I feel like I've grown up eating gummy bears. I've eaten a lot of those gummy bears. Remember a few weeks ago we talked about my love of candy? Yeah. I have yet to experience that. Maybe just don't eat the whole bag of gummy bears at one setting, but I'm still going to be an advocate for eating gummy bears. We want to know if any of you have had any incidents with these gummy bears. So while you're thinking about that, I'm going to share a couple more of these re reviews. One of them says, be sure to also buy a tub of OxyClean with this to get the blood and diarrhea stains out of your underwear, clothes, <laughs> furniture, pets, loved ones, and ceiling fans. Wow. From a Say review what? titled, Yup, Believe the Hype, I saw the product reviews and told some coworkers. So we bought a bag because who doesn't want to spend the workday on the toilet and get paid, right? Brought them in yesterday morning and a bunch of the guys immediately downed a handful each. Within half an hour, they were in the bathroom. Best moment of the day was when one of them, who had been in the bathroom for half an hour by that point, texted one of the others and said... If you think it's a fart, it's not. <laughs> so there's another one that says, OMG, everything previously written is true. It's all true. Don't eat more than 15 in a setting unless you're trying to power wash your intestines. <laughs> so maybe if you're going to have like a colonoscopy or something, this is the magic Why drink key. the magic juice when you can just yeah. eat gummy bears? Okay, last one. From a review titled, You Don't Understand. I was glued to the toilet seat. Streams of fire burst from my colon. When I was not experiencing Satan's fury exploding from my rear, I was laying in the fetal position on my bathroom floor, sobbing and asking for forgiveness. <laughs> I am a 280-pound man. I was sobbing. <laughs> when it was finally over, I couldn't move. I crawled onto the floor one last time and sat motionless until my dehydration finally required that I drink water. The other reviews are perfectly accurate. This is absolutely 100% true. Eat two at a time. Three if you're brave. But for the love of all things on the earth, do not eat any more. Wow. I think we need to buy more just to figure out if this is true or not. Let us know. Say what? <laughs> Say what? I don't know. <laughs> have you been up to anything good? I have been up to a few good things. Obviously, my kids are back in school, and I have been getting a lot of sewing done. So I've recently been sewing and quilting along. I had an online stitch along called the Nine Patch Along that 
I taught people a nine patch block is, it's a really standard block in sewing and quilting. And it's basically nine squares sewed together. Okay. Okay. I bet you can understand. So you take these nine blocks, sew them together. And then the portion of quilting that I do is teaching people how to do the stitching on top of those. And because it's such a traditional, just a classic block, I have been teaching over the last month, step-by-step, step, how to machine quilt these nine patch designs. And it's just been so much fun. I love creating these groups and classes. And honestly, I'm probably more inspired by the people in these groups and classes than, than even what I inspire them. But it's been a lot of fun and it's kept me really busy over the last month or so. So I ran into someone the other day who told me that they loved listening to you talk and share some of your quilting tips. But where can people go if they want more information? So over on our website, peaceandquilt.com, we have lots of all sorts of classes, stitch-alongs, lots of fun things pertaining to machine quilting. And I do all of mine using a long arm, so it's a little bit different than actual sewing, but... It's a lot of fun and definitely anybody can join. If you do have a long arm machine like I do or a sit down machine, you can do this. Yeah. So what do you have coming up for someone who may be interested? Oh, we have lots of things. So I think I'd mentioned in a previous episode, we had a year of stars. That was mm -hmm. actually my little boy's idea. Mm -hmm. And then we also have starting in January. And I tell you this, I know January is a ways off, but if you're a quilter, you need a lot of time to prepare and you need to get your quilt top ready. So we do give quite a bit of lead into where our classes start, but the next one will be a class teaching how to machine quilt borders. So we're really excited about that. I had one a year or so ago that was awesome. And I can't wait to share this one. Awesome. So, yeah. So what have you been up to? Or what have you been saying? I've been working and I've been playing soccer mom and trying to juggle activities after school and enjoying fall. Okay. Fall's officially here. What about you? So I know that one of your hobbies is making, I'm going to hopefully not slaughter this word, but charcuterie boards. Yes, that is definitely a hobby. And we've talked a little bit about food here. Mm -hmm. I have totally gotten into making these charcuterie boards. I did it a lot before the first part of this year when we went to a lot more parties and different things like that. But it's a fun way to create kind of a healthier type board. You know, lots of, if you don't know what they are, it's a board that has like traditionally cheeses and meats and things like that but I've been also making them with candy and mm -hmm. fruits all sorts of different things seasonal ones like that so they're a lot of fun I'll have to share some photos of the ones that I've made I make little ones on a wooden surfboard you know for when we're sitting outside and then I make big ones for parties so it's a lot of fun and it's a great way to make kind of a party planner plant platter <laughs> and and share that with everybody at your I party. I keep seeing the pictures when she makes different ones and they're, they're mouthwatering every single time. And I, I love the variety that you come up with. So when she says meat and cheese, it will be an entire platter of a variety of cheeses and different meats. And then the thing is, she says party, but even if she's not having a party, she puts it out on the kitchen counter and that's what she and her family snack on as they pass through the kitchen throughout the day. So I, I mean, the one time when I came and visited you, you did a veggie combination mm -hmm. and... I, it was awesome. Like it makes eating fun, but also you're kind of in control of what the kids are eating because mm -hmm. you've placed it out 
And by doing it in a fun manner, it makes them want to partake. Oh, it totally does. And now my kids make their own charcuterie boards and <laughs> they're just as fun. They enjoy making them as much as I do. You know, it's a way to get them to eat carrots or things like that. So I'm all about trying to find healthier options and things for my kids to eat that maybe aren't gummy bears, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's all good. Okay, so I think that we need to talk about cell phones. So a friend of, of mine uh, recently found a lost cell phone. And so by trying to be a good human, she picked it up and decided that they would help to get it back to its owner. So they went home, left it in their home, had to go do an errand or something. They were out for the evening. And in the meantime, they began to get calls from family members. They began to get calls from next door neighbors. They began to get calls from the police for stealing a cell phone. Oh. So, you know, lots of phones today have the find my phone yeah. feature. If it's an iPhone, find my iPhone. Um, but there's lots of apps out there that let you search and find a cell phone that belongs to a family member. And in this case, the individuals had that feature turned on. They knew the phone was in that house. Mm -hmm. So they went to her house. And okay. then when they found out that she wasn't home, they started actually knocking on neighbors' doors and begging the neighbors to go over to her house and go in and get the cell phone. And the neighbors did not comply. So the individuals who lost the cell phone then took it upon themselves to start snooping around the property, see if there were any doors open, see if there was anything unlocked, checked out their camping trailer that was in the, in the driveway. And ultimately, they then called the police and said, someone stole our cell phone. So the police are calling my friend, who's trying to do a good deed, who found this lost cell phone, has picked it up, and had all of the good intentions of the world to get it back to its owner. And now she's being accused of stealing, which she points out is ironic because they're trespassing. They're all up on her property and snooping around. But she told me it has been the absolute most worst experience of her life. Wow, this is super interesting to hear. And I think because I'm listening to this story maybe from a different point of view, a okay. whole different perspective. If I was the cell phone owner, okay, trespassing is obviously not okay. <laughs> None of that's okay. But if they accidentally left their phone somewhere and thought that somebody had stolen their phone, then I can kind of understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I say that because we actually recently had an experience where my daughter was at a rec our community rec center. And she set her cell phone down, turned around, and somebody stole it. So... I obviously as the parent am like calling the police because my child's cell phone was stolen. And mm -hmm. you know how much money cell phones cost nowadays. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. her phone is stolen. So I call the police and they're like, there's not much you can do. But in the meantime, I had tracked it up to the point where they took out the SIM card. So the phone then would no longer work. Um, the police were kind of like, we're at odd, you know, we can't really do much at this point. So I decided to call the rec center and just see Mama Bear coming out here um, if they had any video footage or anything they can help me with. And they looked through their videos and they actually 
had a very clear video showing no exactly my daughter turning her back and then somebody picking up the phone and taking it. Wow. So the rec Did center, it happen that quick? Yes. Like the, as soon as, as, it quick was, as she turned? It was 100% stolen right behind her back. Wow. So as soon as the rec center people watched the video and saw this, they called the police. Because now they're going to report that a theft happened in the rec center. So anyways, a couple of days later, I received a phone call from the police department telling me to come in that they had recovered my daughter's phone. And the only things that had happened were the boy that had taken it had destroyed the case and taken out the SIM card. So this was a really interesting experience for me because sitting there in the police department, the police sat there and told me, this is a child that comes from a very troubled home. We know exactly who he is. Mm. We've had him in here before. Mm. Do you want to press charges? And that's the question we are faced with. And so it puts me in an interesting situation. And I would love to hear everybody's response. A child steals your child's cell phone. But then you hear where he comes from. And part of me is wants to be mean and press charges. And then part of me thinks, I hope that he really did learn from having the police show up in his home. When I talked to the police officer, he told me he went into the home and sat at the kitchen table with the boy and his mother. And he knows, you know, the whole entire family dynamics. So it was a very interesting choice that we had to make. So I would love to hear it's, you know, there's definitely two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, just hearing that story, I think sometimes we have to take a step back and realize people are trying to do good. Yeah. And maybe we don't always have to be so hard. Or again, like I'd mentioned, you know, a week or so ago, we don't always have to judge thinking someone had stolen the phone or that they are because maybe, maybe it was something pretty innocent. Sure. So sure. That's my take on losing cell phones. Another interesting thing in in this modern world of technology is Amazon has started to take a picture when they leave the package at your door. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's, of course, their way of backing up that they left the package and here's the proof it's Mm -hmm. on your doorstep. So another girlfriend of mine recently had a package delivered. It was a flat screen TV. Okay. Big. And they sent her the message. Here's your package. Here's the picture. It was not her porch. Oh, so uh, she has a picture Mm -hmm. and the first thing she did was go to the neighborhood Facebook group and blast this picture. Does anybody recognize this porch? Yeah. Nobody did. Wow. Well, now the neighborhood rallies together and decides that they're going to find this package for her. I mean, this isn't a $20 hair clip inside of an envelope. This Mm -hmm. is a flat screen TV. So... People begin looking up her house number and decide to search other streets in town to see if perhaps it just got delivered to the same address on a different street. Mm -hmm. No such luck. There's no other address in town with the same house number. Wow. So they begin to look at neighboring towns and they find a matching address 30 miles away. Wow. So they decide to drive down. They get to the home, probably just like in the story I've shared. They're just trying to find their item. They get to this house 30 miles away. Nobody's home. They peer in the window. 
and there's their TV in there on the floor. Still in a box. Oh. But there it is. It got delivered 30 miles away. Wow. They left a note in the door and the homeowners called them back and they got it. So it all worked out. But point point to my story is technology is making it a lot easier now for us to kind of encroach on other people's personal spaces. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that a lot of it is people just trying to get their items back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and you know, with, with my first friend, she was trying to do the right thing and, and the people are just trying to get their phone back. Yeah. I'm sure there was a lot of, uh, good intentions, but sometimes people don't think things through mm-hmm. with a level head when stress absolutely gets involved. Absolutely. And you have to, in a situation like that, I think we have to remember that the owner of the phone probably really thought their phone was stolen. Sure. And they tracked it to that location. So as, like I said, a parent who's had their kid's phone, I've done the same thing. Mm -hmm. Not, I've never gone and walked on someone's property, but definitely when that situation happened with us and I drove right to the place where the phone last was to look for it because that's the last hope of possibly recovering it. You know, obviously in our situation, we were very lucky to get my daughter's phone back, but... It doesn't always end that way. But I'm glad there are good people yeah. in the world. And So have you ever come home <laughs> and seen that things are not as they seem? I don't know if I ever have. I've definitely had some crazy experiences, but I don't know that I've ever come home to anything. You have you? You share a crazy experience. <laughs> I definitely know there was one time I had a really large bedroom growing up and we had two queen beds in the room besides a couch and a lot of other things. It was a giant room. And I definitely know there was one time when a teenage boy decided to just take a nap in my one of my sister's beds and she came home and there was a teenage boy in her bed. But that was probably about as far as those type of crazy things. Well, that's the most what I want to tell you. Oh, you've had this? There was a night when I came home and there was somebody in my bed. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know why all of my good stories go back to the TV days. <laughs> but once again, working in TV and getting off at 1045 at night, driving home, I get home at 1130 p.m. Mm-hmm. My whole family is asleep. That is normal. That happens. Occasionally on a, maybe on a Friday night, a, a couple people will still be up. Mm-hmm. But on this particular night, the house is dark and we live in a two-story home plus have a finished basement. Okay. I sleep in the basement by myself. Everybody else is on the second level. Okay. We never lock our doors. We grow up in the country. I don't even know what the house key looked like in, for the home I grew up in. I, it wasn't a thing. Okay. So I come home. Uh, I'm a young female. It's late at night. I pull in the driveway and there is a dark blue Jetta, Volkswagen Jetta, parked in the driveway. Okay. My girlfriend drives one. (laughs) But I immediately, she's the only person I do know who has one, but I immediately push that idea out of my mind because why would she be at my house when I'm not there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go in the house. Door's unlocked. That part's normal. But there's a car in the driveway. 
and I'm really creeped out about it. Who would be here? So I kind of tiptoe around. Nothing. The house is quiet. I have younger siblings in the home. On any given day, there could be a number of friends over. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It is silent. So I start to get a little bit nervous. I actually go upstairs. I wake my dad up and I tell him I'm whatever, 23 years old. And I say, dad, there's somebody in our house. I'm terrified. Like, there's no way I'm going downstairs by myself. (laughs) So I wake him up, make him get up. Just like, just like a three-year-old who needs their dad to come and check under their bed for monsters. (laughs) I need my dad to come and do a room check for me. So we walk through the house, we go down to the main level, we head to the basement. My heart is pounding. <laughs> he goes around the corner. It's like the longest walk of my life through the family room, rounds the corner, down past the bathroom, flips the light on. And this tiny little voice, hi, Mr. Whiting, it's me. <laughs> it's my girlfriend. <laughs> That's awesome. Scared the <laughs> crap out of me. She, okay, so she lived a couple miles away. You know, my same age, uh, living at home, and got in an argument with her younger brother. Oh. Who's your age? Mm-hmm. And uh, they are sharing a bedroom. Mm-hmm. And it was a, an argument. I remember this so well. They were arguing over him turning the lights off. <laughs> she was trying to go to bed, and she was trying to go to sleep. And, you know, so the lights are still on, and she was annoyed. So she started picking at her brother, and he started you know, retaliating and it hurt her feelings. She'd already taken her contacts out. So she could not see. (laughs) She was so mad. She got up, picked up her keys, walked out of the house and decided to start driving, except only got a block down the road and realized, crap, I can't see a single thing. (laughs) Well, Rochelle doesn't live too far away. I'll just go to her house. And she knows everything. She knows what time I'll be home. So she says, the house is already pitch black. I'll just go down to her bed. She'll be home in a few minutes. 20 years ago, we've talked about cell phones were not a thing. She couldn't text. She couldn't let me know she was there. She, I don't know if we had phones, but uh, <laughs> I had no idea That's who amazing. she was. And I had a queen size bed. So we not literally snuggled up, but I climbed in bed and we went to sleep and had a sleepover and she went home in the morning. That's pretty amazing, which actually reminds me of, I'm pretty sure there's another story about you. And waking up one time, probably in that same bed, and there was a hamster in your bed. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I, again, sleeping down in that room by myself in the basement, sometimes creepy things could happen. So uh, my younger sister had a pet gerbil. It was a hamster. Hamster. Mm-hmm. You remember better than me. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she had a hamster, and it had gotten out. And I believe I knew that much, but uh, laying in bed one night and all of a sudden, as clear as day, I hear this. I don't know if you can hear that. You can't hear it on our microphone, but <laughs> scratching. And I don't know. It just, it made me think of haunted, you know, scary stories and creepy man scratching on the wall. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Queen size bed and the room wasn't super big. So it's like there's two feet around each side. So I've got to crawl. No way am I stepping on the floor. (laughs) I have no idea what's in there. And to be honest, I didn't know it was an animal. I did think it was a person, but there's something about don't put your feet down because what if it's someone under the bed? So I crawled to the bottom of the bed and 
from there, if I reached out really far, I could flip the light on. And I have to be honest, I was shocked when no one was standing there. But there was the hamster on the floor. That's amazing. I can honestly say I've never had a stranger in my bed and I've never had a hamster in my bed. So you're definitely unalike. Scaring the crap out of me. (laughs) I love it. So what else? Let's see. What else has been going on? It's definitely starting to cool down. Where I live, Mm -hmm. it's been really hot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, even though as much as I tell you we love it, it's definitely 115 is a lot. So we make a joke in our family that we love to eat soup when it gets that hot. Yeah. And our very favorite one, I think we should share this Wait recipe. A minute. Soup when it's 115. When it cools down okay. to 90. I'm like, no, soup's good now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, so it's down cooled to down 90. to 90. So now we're into soup season at my home. Sure. And our very favorite one, which we'll share this recipe, is corn chowder. So mm. it's a way to eat a chowder. It's a very filling one. And... Sometimes if you have picky people in your family that don't love clams, you use corn and bacon instead. So Mm. it's a really fun fall thing. And I'll definitely share that recipe. But that's something, another soup we make a lot that my kids actually make is taco soup. So we'll also post that recipe. So one of my favorite things this time of year is pumpkin cookies. Mm -hmm. And I love how quick and easy it is to throw them together. And we've talked on previous episodes about how much my kids love chocolate chips. So I think that's another reason why the pumpkin cookie is a win because of the chocolate chips. But if I make a batch of pumpkin cookies, pumpkin chocolate chip, they're bound to be gone within 24 hours. Absolutely. Pumpkin cookies are definitely a favorite at our home too. A couple of ways we like to eat them like that, but we also like to put a cream cheese frosting on them. Oh. And it's pretty amazing. Oh. Or pumpkin muffins are also another mm. favorite thing. Mm. I love those. Um, and I talk, and you'll notice, yeah, we've talked about food and candy and different things like that, but I love to eat really healthy. And fitness is something that's really important to me. So you talking about that just reminded me of something That actually happened to me recently, and it's kind of a crazy story, but I chose to see the good. So I was at the gym. I'm a regular. I go every day and picking up my stuff, putting everything away, and I bent over to pick up some stuff. But at the same time, another man at the gym bent over really quickly to pick up his weights, and he was moving really fast, but I never even noticed any of this. I never saw anything happen, but apparently there are a lot of people at the gym standing around watching this whole thing take place. And as he went up, he barely missed my nose because at the same time he came up, I jumped and jumped away. Otherwise he was pulling like a hundred and something pound bar as fast as he could up and would have taken my head out. Whoa. So while I had no idea anything bad had ever or anything bad you was about to happen. You almost got killed at the gym. I almost died at the gym. <laughs> but I turned to him and said, wow, I'm sorry I was in your way. And he didn't realize either and apologized to me while everybody else at the gym was having a heart attack. <laughs> so it's the funny little things in life that, you know, he could have chosen to get mad at me because maybe I was in his space. I could have maybe chosen to get mad at him because he was in my space. But we both were like, it's okay. We both messed up. Mm-hmm. And we're both okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to focus on. So just the food and all of that reminded me of, of that of that moment. That reminds me of hanging out with the kids and watching them go through 
something, an accident, a spill, a, like, I think something just happened the other day in Mm -hmm. the kitchen and, oh, I know what it was. It was a bowl full of marbles. We had been over at my mom's house. She's trying to get rid of a few things and declutter a little bit. For some reason, thought that my kids needed to bring home this (laughs) bowl full of marbles. Well, we have a tile floor and the girls are putting the marbles away and one of them tripped or fell. And the marbles went everywhere. everywhere. And the look on her face was complete terror. And she looks at me and says, Mom, I'm so sorry. And my heart breaks right then because I know that this little girl completely had an accident. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it was intentional. And she's afraid I'm going to yell at her. Yeah. And I look at her and I say, it's okay. It's okay. Let's pick them up. Yeah. Sometimes I surprise myself. We were talking the other day about the magic voice (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the magic voice makes the kids disappear really quick, (laughs) but there's another voice. And I think that it's the voice of consolation and the voice of everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And that voice is definitely an important voice. It's definitely reassuring. And it's something speaking about children that they really do need to have, you know, there's so many things that we've heard of going on in our world with children and different abuse type things like that, that are just not okay. So mm-hmm. I think it's definitely really important for all of us to start in our homes and let our children know that things like that, spilling the marbles, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, really. It's, we actually just recently, my daughter left her bicycle behind somebody's car And a teenage boy ran over it and whatever it happened. And when it happened, I sat there and thought about it. And the boy's mom sent me a message and said, they'll pay for it. You know, they'll take care of it. No worries. But as I sat there and thought about it, I thought, it's just a bicycle. What if that was a child? It's just a bicycle. Mm -hmm. Like, Just we all can just be a little bit more kind in judging, you know, and things like that, that it's just Mm -hmm. a bicycle. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So I've been having a heart attack the last few days because my daughter had to go to school and and wear a face mask and I had to be at work at the same time. So I had asked a neighbor friend to help get her to the bus stop. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't do the exchange at the bus stop. I did the exchange at the neighbor's house and I maybe am five minutes down the road and I get the text does she have a mask? And and then she followed up and said, and it's okay. I have one that I can let her borrow. But I'm freaking out like, oh my gosh, we're just barely back in school. It hasn't been that many days. And she's already forgot the freaking mask. <laughs> you know, this is going to be a long school year. And, and my girlfriend covered for me. Well, so that's all good. I will go through my work day. I'm able to relax because I know the girlfriend handled it. I go to pick her up after school. This is an eight-year-old we're talking about. I go to pick her up and she doesn't have the mask. (laughs) So I've told her that I'm going to kill her because she cannot keep losing masks like that or forgetting masks. I'm not literally killing my kid, but oh my gosh, trying to keep them with all of their gear together this year is going to be a a real battle. It's definitely a challenge and I hopefully... Everybody will be patient with each other this school year because it's a lot for parents, too. I've learned that there's a new four-letter word. 
It's there true. Do you is. know what that four-letter word is? It starts with an M. It ends with a K. And I have determined that it fits in the four-letter word category because all you have to do is say it and heads everywhere spin. Absolutely. So perhaps we just don't say it anymore and then... Maybe it'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> Quick story. My husband was standing in line to get our food, some scone dots from the local food truck. I was in the car with our littles. It was raining and the sweetest mom and son offered my husband an umbrella. The mom went back to the car and the son stood in line in front of my husband. Once my husband got to the window and ordered, the son paid for our scone dots and our taco salad. We're fairly new here. I've only been here for three years and we don't know too many people. I don't know who you are, but we just wanted to say thank you. We will definitely pay it forward. My husband was in shock, but did try to give the kid back his money, and he would not accept it. There is still good in the world, and this little town is amazing. If you have some positive stories that you would like to share with us, we would love to hear them. We would love to share them. You can send those to us through our email, which is unalikepodcast at gmail.com. You can also message us through Facebook. Or find us on Instagram. Have a good afternoon, great day, make it a great day, and we'll see you next week. Bye.